In a moment, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live. TV version is on Bally Sports Detroit. Radio version heard during the golf season on Saturday mornings on most of these huge radio network stations. We'll get his thoughts on some of the proposed rules changes, limiting cuts, like no-cut tournaments, reducing the number of players. I uh, I know they're doing this to keep their big names happy. But some are saying it will improve the tour. I don't know. Again, they're trying to balance the live tour or any other competition someday. So reducing the fields, eliminating cuts. I think that's part of the PGA experience. Even when I'm watching Full Swing on Netflix, these guys are packing up. Ian Poulter or Jordan Spieth, they they leave a tournament. You know, making people comfortable. It's part of why I think the Live Tour, and I'm not going to get into the politics of the Live Tour, but why I think it's a comfortable retirement close for these golfers where there's no pressure to win. No, no pressure to make a cut. I, I don't like it, but again, it it's about keeping your... Big name's happy. Uh, Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders is standing by. Want to get his thoughts on the PGA Tour moving to reduce fields, eliminate cuts at designated events starting next season. Uh, when, when it first came out, Bill, what were you, you thinking? What were your thoughts on it? Well, I've heard a few different player comments uh, since it first came out, but my initial thoughts were terrible idea. I think having the cut is one of the things that makes the professional level of the game endearing to uh, to us fans. We, we like to see guys under pressure on Friday. We like to see them grinding to make the cut, and we like to see value in just being in the field to start with. And when they announce the elimination of the cut line in a handful of these events, I, I don't know, it kind of seemed like a desperate move on the part of the tour, a desperate and unnecessary move. However, uh, just yesterday I was listening to a conversation with one of the players on the um, policy board for the PGA Tour, and he talked about how they're asking sponsors to pour in more and more money to make the purses bigger, and the sponsors are reluctant to do that unless they're guaranteed that the the biggest names are going to be around in those events and on the weekend when TV ratings are likely to be their strongest. So, you know, I get it from that perspective. Uh, one of the things that it really drives home to me, uh, and you saw it at the West Michigan Golf Show a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'll see it this weekend in Novi at the Michigan Golf Show. One of the things that all drives home to me is the reminder that the heartbeat of the game for all of us is at the amateur level. We enjoy the professional level, but our enthusiasm and our passion is getting out and playing it, being with your buddies, you know, betting on lunch and a few skins dollars here and there. And all the rest of it is kind of fantasy land. And I think that we have kind of reached a tipping point where the professional game um, might be kind of wearing out its welcome a little bit. Um, between this, this ego showdown between Liv and the PGA Tour, uh, the, the people who are really making themselves look bad at, at, at are the top echelon players who are 
uh, seemingly in it for the dollars and not much else. So uh, I'm not very I'm not very thrilled with it. Most notably, I cannot stomach the idea of there not being a cut line because it's been there forever, and I think it provides some extra drama in those early rounds. Well, to me, and I understand when you look at the genesis or the waste management uh, Super Bowl weekend tournament, which is one of the craziest uh, in Phoenix, that you're getting sponsors saying, I want to make sure Tiger Woods is in the field on that weekend when he's our host, right? That's Genesis. I'm speaking, you know, on behalf of, of them hypothetically. And I get that. So then, you know, do something. You got your uh, FedEx points. Say your top 30 guys don't get, you know, they, they avoid the cut. Do something that inspires people to win. I, I just really think I the more I, you know, Jay Monahan and this full swing and watching that on Netflix – and I hear these guys who went and joined the Live Tour, and I hear a Dustin Johnson, and he's like, look, man, I'm taking the payday for my family. There's no cuts. There's no retiring. Ian Poulter said it, that he's going to get more from playing on the Live Tour than he did in his entire PGA career. And and I think yeah. that that's where we're at. Well, we are. And if as long as you can get past the source of that money and you're not bothered by the fact that it comes from a murderous regime in Saudi Arabia, then I guess you can make that leap uh, and just go for the cash. One of the, the key differentials to me between the two, even with the tour's proposed modifications, you still have to earn your way into having a tour card you don't have to earn your way into playing on the live tour. You simply have to be invited by Greg Norman. So there is still a pathway. You know, one of the, one of the old mantras for this crazy game that I love so much is if you don't like what's happening, play better, right? And, and easier said than done, but that's kind of how we always view things about getting your card or being exempted into certain events and that kind of thing. Just play better. Just play better. You hear that over and over again. Well, that's not true for the Live Tour. In the Live Tour, it's who you know, not how you play. The PGA Tour, even if it's modified uh, along the lines that we've been seeing proposed, you still have to earn your way into a tour card. And in fact, it becomes even a little more challenging because there might be fewer opportunities. So from a fan standpoint, it does have the, the potential to just raise the level, the quality of play. That's, that's not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> From a fan standpoint, overall, it could uh, it could end up being a good thing. I just am a maybe I'm a get off my lawn enough guy that I still like to see the cut in place. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live TV version on Bally Sports Detroit radio version during the golf season on Saturday mornings on most of these huge radio network stations talking about the proposed changes in 2024 on the PGA Tour. I will say from watching Full Swing, which is incredible television on Netflix behind the scenes on the PGA Tour and even the Live Tour, that the one thing I mentioned in my opening huge opinion today, Billy, that for all the money they have from the Saudi fund, for a guy like Greg Norman, who was the king of marketing, how the Live Tour decided to drop all that money on players but not invest and have a huge TV deal done before they started or once they landed those names or their marketing on the social networks or their marketing anywhere with all the money they had where they could have just built a footprint. I'm stunned at how bad they've been out of the box with all that money. 
Yeah, they're playing with monopoly money, but they're they're not playing with they're not playing with a lot of intelligence in that realm. Although I will say this, Billy, um, even though the the players who went to that exhibition league, and that's what it is, it's an exhibition league. You're welcome to go. Just stop telling us you should get world ranking points, and stop telling us that it's real golf because it's not. But for all of the players who made that decision and were willing to overlook the source of the money, a number of the TV networks were not willing, and their sponsors were not willing to go into business with the Saudis. Uh, The whole Jamal Khashoggi murder is still a pretty sore spot with the big corporate golf sponsor dollars, and uh, that's not been addressed. Uh, You know, Norman's, I think, famous quote was, Sometimes people make poor decisions. I'm like, what? that's what you came up with? That You're supposed to be this titan of industry and this brilliant mind, and you came up with sometimes people make poor decisions when it comes to the dismembering of a critical journalist. And I think that one of the reasons you're, you're hearing about Liv B on the CW network, which, by the way, you're not seeing them because, God forbid, anybody could find that, is because the big networks have decided it's not worth the hassle to deal with the moral side of where that money comes from. And I uh, I don't know if that'll change or not, but right now the live TV audience is roughly the same audience as the test pattern audience you used to see at 3 in the morning when the color bars came up and the national anthem was played. Yeah, but also our country will go get oil from Saudi and those networks will carry their financial shows and that are investing in Saudi Arabia. And we have, I think, three or five military bases. So the hypocrisy, we don't have enough time. I got to get going here, Billy, but I get it. I respect your opinion. I just wanted to chime in. Uh, We're almost to the Masters. Can't wait for it. Uh, We'll talk soon. Okay, buddy? I appreciate it. I'm going to see the wings tonight, or what's left of the wings. So uh, hopefully we can have some good things happen on the ice. Yeah, Heronic to Vancouver, Bertuzzi to Boston. And Bertuzzi, though, gets to go to a team that could uh, win a cup. So good move there for Bertuzzi. And I think it's another message that Stevie Y knows they're not a playoff team right now, and he's going to try and add more pieces during the offseason. In Stevie, we trust. Amen. We'll see you, Billy. Thanks, Billy.